Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to O23 Radio, the only show in the industry that focuses on optimizing the other 23 hours of the day. So you can transform your clients and your career on a whole new level. This show is for seasoned coaches and experienced leaders in the health and fitness industry to engage in professional level discussion on all things regarding bigger impact for our clients, better incomes for ourselves, and real meaningful influence in this loud and crowded space. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. I am excited to share with you today an awesome conversation with Ben Anderson. Ben Anderson is a recent graduate of the 023 program, uh, a graduate who stood out throughout the entire course for his abilities to absorb the content and the knowledge and apply it to his life right away. That means both from the holistic health aspect and the business and sales aspect. Ben had Ben started actually making his money back by enrolling high-ticket clients before the program was even over and since has hit his stride running, enrolling clients in his high-ticket program very, very consistently ever since he finished. Ben is going to share with us today not only how he's having so much success on the business side and how it's shaped and grown his career into something completely new, but also how he's optimizing his own life in all new ways and how that's actually one of the biggest catalysts in the positive changes on both sides. I'm excited to share this conversation with you today. If you are a coach in the fitness industry in any capacity, I think you will find a lot to learn from Ben here on his journey. Please enjoy. Deep breath. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to O23 Radio. I am joined today by Ben Anderson. How are you doing today, buddy? Doing great, man. Excited to be here. Cool. I'm excited to have you on the show. We talked about this um, quite a while ago now. I think I first mentioned it, that I wanted to have you on the show after um, you were just, I think it was right after you graduated or yeah, probably right after you graduated the, the course and you were having a ton of success and really just thriving. And uh, I wanted to give you an opportunity to share that story with our listeners and it took a little longer than I, than I would wanted, but we're here now and that's all that matters. So um, thanks again for coming on. So I want to jump in. Um, I want to start, you know, kind of the, the usual spot to start a conversation like this. And I want you to share with the listeners, if you could just say, you know, a brief background on how you ended up in the, in the fitness and health coaching world. Yeah, man. So I, it's probably not that uncommon in our world, but I, I basically left college wanted to do physical therapy and I've been an athlete my whole life. So I have tons of background in sports and, and everything. I went through college playing soccer and came out kind of was like, feels like feels right. You know, kinesiology was what I studied and mm-hmm. movement felt right. But PT felt like a career, mm-hmm. um, you know, physical therapy felt like a career. So I, I started with that and I was, you know, working in a clinic and with intent to go to school and it just, didn't work out and I was like hating the job mm. hating the the patients like disliking the whole environment and as you know just kind of reached out to a buddy who I played with who owned the studio that I um, ended up owning with him a personal training studio and was like hey man can I can I come like shadow around I want to see what personal training's like and uh, so I started it like that and it's never really intended you know, that, that was intended to be like a stepping stone out of PT and just kind of seeing what it was like. And it just was, it kind of, you know, spiraled from there into something that I loved and um, learned more and more about every year. So Awesome. Very cool. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Um, the, that story of getting into PT and realizing this is not what I thought it was going to be is really quite common. Unfortunately, it's, it's, it's a shame because it hurts when I hear someone who cares, who, who got into it because they want to help. They wanted to help people. Um, and quickly realized that that wasn't really going to be an opportunity. They don't really have that much of an opportunity to do that and very restricted by the system and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, definitely sad, but you know, so I don't mean to laugh, but it's, um, it's, uh, it's very common. So I'm, I'm not totally surprised that that's the case. Um, cool. So yeah, so, so you got into, um, so you started, you said the personal training studio, right? That you, you, I guess you ended up shadowing, then you, graduate kind of evolved and started to be a co-owner and came on board with that. Awesome. Cool. So yeah. what is, what is um, like, so like before 023, 
we'll stay before OTT for now. So what did it like kind of the service look like the, the coaching primarily, you know, type of people you worked with and things you did? Good question. Like uh, basically it started with what we call a semi-private training model, which um, we would train it basically everybody doing a different workout, different program, um, all basically still one-on-one training in a group setting. So, you okay. know, it's, it's lots of people doing different things in the gym, one coach. So that was, that was actually really fun to train. It was really hard uh, to, you know, jump from here to there. And it's very different from like a lot of people's CrossFit idea where there's a, there's a group or you're doing like your own thing one-on-one um, from what I understand, not a yeah. CrossFit guy, but um, so it was that. And then it evolved into uh, some more one-on-one stuff because it had a lot of people wanting to work like with me or with certain people at our studio rather than in a group. And so, you know, business changed and we took different levels of income because of that. So it was, you know, growth that way, but it really, I mean, like that was the service model, but it, it was just in the end, it turned out to be really brutal on my schedule. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and again, that, that, I think that's a common situation and kind of common story of this, you know, people our clients naturally wanting going like kind of going from the you know more spread out group less personalized to like wanting more and more personalization and more and more time with a coach more specific to their needs and wants um, is that is that kind of what you you experience yeah i mean 100 percent. like in the group you know you could only get into some sorts of conversations and whether people knew it in in like in the moment they were holding, they were withholding information. They were withholding mm-hmm. vulnerability because um, there's so many people around and right. different, like different conversations are happening. And so um, you, like, I personally could never really feel like I was getting to the root of people's problems because mm-hmm. they required too much vulnerability in a group setting. So it, mm-hmm. it felt like the, the impact was limited. It felt like, um, you know, we're, we're here doing, you know, we're working out, but we're not really getting to the root of stuff. And, not really healing we're not really getting people into that space so right so that that's uh, that's um that's important that you recognize that because i think a lot of coaches fail to recognize that so much is being left uh, on the table in that format because like you said people they don't feel comfortable you know being vulnerable or getting down to like the roots of problems and and personalizing everything um, which is, you know, part of the message that we always want to share is that, you know, telling coaches like they'll basically go as far as you're willing to take them, right? Like if you give them the opportunities to go deeper, if you give them the opportunities to work with you more exclusively one-on-one, um, you know, they they already trust you. They already know you. They're already part of your program. Like they're there to get better and get help, right? So, um, you know, the I think some coaches, it's hard for them to see how different it would be if we if they kind of moved past group or at least had something beyond group um so that's interesting that you say that i'm, I'm glad you shared that um cool so it was still and, and in that setting it was primarily just like still fitness right like just, you focus mostly on the physical side and everything right yeah and we would offer uh nutrition consultations so we would but it was you know it was limited it was we were offering a 30 minute to an hour kind of coaching session slash like strategy you know meal planning type mm-hmm. thing um, and I started, and this is, and it kind of ties in with what I was just saying, um, about not being able to go deep enough in that we would, you know, we train and we would talk about food and, uh, and it really just kind of stopped there. Mm. And so I would see people, you know, with, with those little band-aids, I'd see people make some progress. I would see, um, certain clients come through and they, they drop some weight. They, you know, they get stronger. They, you know, they pay attention to their food. So things get better there, yeah. but they ultimately didn't stick with it. They ultimately mm-hmm. fell off or they ultimately like, you know, re like relapsed on it. Right. And they, mm-hmm. they just, they had to come back at some point or um, they tried to do it on their own. It didn't work out. And mm-hmm. so it's just, it's kind of heartbreaking as a coach to see that sort of yeah. stuff happen. Cause you, you put hard work in, you see them put hard work in, but you didn't help them to the best uh, of, you know, what you could. Or what they deserve so it was you know it's heartbreaking in a sense yeah it, it, that's yeah again that's a great point it is heartbreaking um and we think that you know like again you were they were able to get some progress maybe make some changes uh you know short term or temporarily and you know as coaches we think that you know that's a good thing like we're doing the best we can by like you use the term band-aid right like, i'll just try this a little bit change this up a little bit little tips tricks things like that and 
I mean, yeah, I guess it is better than nothing, like just ignoring the, the problems, but really like we're not fully giving them everything they need to actually make the permanent changes. So make the behavior changes and then have the education on it, understanding why these things exist, why they need to, you know, the, the beliefs around the behaviors. Um, mm-hmm. And when we try to just kind of give those band-aids and shortcuts, it's like you said, they'll have some progress. Eventually they fall back, you know, they lose weight, they put it back on again, um, et cetera. So, um, you know, as a coach, it's hard to realize that it's, it, it's sometimes, it's not really a good thing just to, just to dip our toe and kind of like give them a little bit of this. It's like, you got, if we're going to do this, let's do it right. Let's, you know, work on a full fundamental sequential, you know, progressive program that, that brings transformation. So um, yeah, I think, I think many coaches listening right now will can, can relate to that a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, so. Cool. So when you were getting ready to, so, so you, you found O2-3, I'm not sure how, maybe you want to share how you, how you found us. Um, and, but uh, either way, what, what was appealing to you? What, what made you think like, okay, this is, this is different. This is something that, that could possibly change up this, the, the issues that you were dealing with in the gym. Yeah. So I think it was twofold. Um, the, the way that I heard was through a client who was in your program at the time, local to me in Richmond. Um, he posted something on his stories and he was mentioning, you know, where he'd come up short, where he, you know, the kind of situation he was in, I'm having to do this because I didn't take care of my clients well enough. And if I would have taken care of them better, I would have a more successful coaching business. Hmm. He went through this list and it resonated and it resonated because I tried to do online training before on my own. And I was having these issues we're just talking about with coaching in a gym. So you know, I was thinking like, Hey, I know I want to take my business online at some point. Mm-hmm. I know I have the potential for a bigger impact. Um, just because I'm, it's coming up short in the gym here, just, just in the gym. Mm-hmm. And I saw that he's, you know, he was talking about it's, it's in terms of helping my, like the people better, like in terms of getting them further along and, and just doing better by them. That was, you know, struck me. And so I started checking your guys stuff out and it, and all of it resonated and then we got to talking about it and, um, and then we made the plunge. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. I didn't actually know that, that part of the story. Um, yeah. So, and, and then, so I guess, yeah, you just got where you saw it as, I guess, just kind of the natural evolution of what you're doing and like a, a pretty, um, a, a next step that just kind of made sense. It did. And, uh, I think, yeah, like I think the piece that I was probably the pain point for me, was that it was, I wasn't helping people to the best of my ability. It was, mm-hmm. I was leaving something on the table. It was coming up short and I wasn't quite sure how to do it. I wasn't sure what I was missing or how to do it. And then I saw that and I was like, man, these guys seem to know like what it is. And, um, and sure enough, it was, I mean, the whole deal. Right. Yeah. And it's, you know, depending on if the listeners, if they've heard, other episodes have probably heard me say this before, but that's really, that's how O two three, you know, that's how the birth of O two three came about was me feeling that exact same way at this point, whatever it was five, six, seven years ago. And just like, you know, there was only so, you know, I was still having success on the business side. Like things were still good, but like, it was hard. It was getting harder and harder for me to truly feel like, this is working and this is the best I can do for these people. And this is, you know, the most I can offer. Like I, I just knew, you know, I, I knew that, that, you know, the, there had to be more to this. There had to be more that I could offer and kind of, and I didn't, you know, it took me a long time to figure out how to, how to put that all together, but uh, lo and behold, we're here. So um, again, yeah. So very similar. And, and then something, again, when I share this, I usually say, you know, I created a system that I needed five years, six years ago, right? Like I, that's what I'm always trying to think about as we're, as we're um, evolving this program itself is like put myself back in those shoes every single day. Where were the struggles? What, what was missing? What did my clients need? What did I need as a coach to deliver these things in the best possible format, making sure that, you know, and then it's a win, win, win all around for the clients, for the coach, for the business and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, so it sounds like you're, and then that's why, you know, we appeal to clients who are in the, uh, coaches who are in that same position. So, um, cool. So yeah, that makes sense. And, um, all right. So I want to shift the combo a little bit because, um, you, you know, as you, 
as you moved through our program, we were very impressed. Coaches and I were always like, man, Ben's on top of his shit. You know, this guy's good. Um, which, uh, you know, th- which is, is always a great sign. And, uh, you know, as we always talk about, it's always about ourselves first, right? We have to optimize our own life and um, put ourselves in the best possible position to lead others. It's not like, hey, learn this. Go, go, you know, memorize these like facts and stats and whatever, and then go like tell them to your clients. And that's coaching. It's, it's not, it's like, Hey, we got to get on the path. We got to be doing the work. We got to be focusing on ourselves, And that's, that's the, the most important part in being able to lead from there. Um, so you were really dialed in, which was awesome. And it seemed like you had a lot of positive changes. Would you uh, mind sharing maybe one or two of the biggest changes you made in your own health and fitness in the last, you know, six months or so? Yeah. Um, I'd love to, you know, I think a lot of it comes back to the, the way things were with my schedule before um, the pandemic and then like how I'm building my life now. So, uh, and I've resonated a lot when you shared this in, in some of the, the course, but, you know, waking up early, going to the gym, long hours at the gym, like catching cat naps during the day, um, eating like, you know, as fast as you can, cause you got sessions coming up, like, that sort of life, you know, that really, really fast, no time for you, and you like squeeze a workout in between clients, and you know that really was like where I was at. So um, sleep was not a was not a priority, and you know I didn't really understand like the main like I didn't understand the main principles of it. I was always telling clients, hey, you need to sleep a lot, but I'm sleeping less than some of them were, and. <laughs> I'm running on two to three cups of coffee to, to get my 5 a.m. and 6 a.m. sessions going mm-hmm. and, um, you know, just full on addicted to it and needing it, right, dependent. So it was, it was that. And I think the big thing that switched for me was having a little bit of space from the gym to be able to explore a lot of the things that we were learning and, and going over in the course. So sleep was one of the biggest ones. And I started realizing, like, like, damn, I'm falling asleep within a second or two of hitting the pillow. And so, so shifting the, the evening rituals and the bedtime up for me was a huge, like a huge success. And then um, morning rituals to, to basically like kick off the day. And this is all kind of juxtaposed with how I was living in the, like the stress of the beginning of the pandemic. And I was staying up late and watching TV. I was like, sweet, I don't have to get up early in the morning. So I'm going to like, you know, live a little bit more at night and waking up at eight or 9 a.m. and like jumping out of bed, doing like a virtual session or something. It just, and it wasn't, and it wasn't making me feel any good. Like it wasn't good for me at all. So um, immediately from the work we did in the course, I started feeling just like immensely better with stuff around my sleep. So I think the sleep was probably the biggest one. Um, well, I'm actually going to stop you there for a second. I want to add some comments. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, well, for, first of all, I think, you know, like when we talk about in the course too, like sleep is just this low hanging fruit for virtually any person that lives in like modern America, right? Like there's rarely anybody that's truly dialed in on their sleep. So like we can, ha- and when you help someone with their sleep, it's like, they feel just so much better so fast. They're like, they, they love you as a coach. Like, Oh my God, you're the best. Um, but uh, I just wanted to add a note because um, when you said, oh, I was like passing out like a second, you know, my head hit the pillow. You and I know that that's, you know, we talk about that as not being a good thing. I just want to make sure the listeners understand that um, when, when that's the case, you know, when we say, you know, if you pass out the moment your head hits the pillow, you should have been in bed, you know, an hour, at least an hour, probably two hours ago type of thing. Um, you know, that's the sign that you, you, you're at your brink, you're pushing the limits, you know, you, you went way too far and, you know, falling asleep should be this kind of um drifting a peaceful drifting right so i just want to make sure the listeners understood um what you meant there and then another note too it's funny that like when you know something well i mean the, pan- the pandemic is kind of a weird situation but like either like we're on vacation or we have time off or we don't have, like our morning schedule is light or whatever we think like oh this is great i'll like watch tv i'll stay up like thinking like this is live. This is the life. Like I can do, you know, and we quickly realize, like, then we, you know, we can't get out of bed. We feel like shit the next day. You know, it's like, this is really not good. Like, you know, this staying up late watching Netflix is, you know, not really all it's cracked up to be, you know? Um, and we, we most, most of the time, I think with enough awareness, you learn that pretty quickly um, that, you know, I like to say trade, you know, trading my nighttime entertainment for morning enlightenment was like one of the best things I ever did in my life. I stopped looking forward to watching TV at night. I started looking forward to having 
an hour or two in the morning before work, before any responsibilities to just do my own thing. Um, mm-hmm. And that once that became exciting for me, I made, I adjusted my life to make that like the priority, you know? Um, but anyway, yeah. So I think you were either going to, were you going to add something else there? Yeah. Was, uh, you know, a couple other things that were huge out of, out of all of it was um, my mindset stuff. So, you know, basically um, awareness, like creating awareness. And then, you know, from the work that we did, like when we come into the program, a lot of coaches, like we think we have it, like mm-hmm. we got it unlocked. We, we know what we're doing. Um, and then you learn all this stuff and there's just like so many layers, like there's so much deeper to go. Um, because we know that's why we're here, like mm-hmm. for you guys to help us with that stuff. Um, so learning that there was so many layers to go, like so much deeper to go. Um, and then creating so much intention around it. And so it, it just created all this choice for, uh, for me. And I'm sure for a lot of other people who've gone through the program around like, like how do you want to live and how do you want to feel and and what can you what are you capable of if you feel that much better right so i mean it's the whole point of the whole thing so that was you know in a just a big nutshell that was like the whole thing for me is creating more intention around all of my decisions awesome that's huge right and yeah and i like to talk about that too is like when we have enough intention like and we know that like everything we do in our day is like, I do this for a reason. I do this because it makes me, you know, better in X, Y, Z ways. Like there's a purpose to all of the things that I do in my, you know, it's mindful. All of my, the things I'm doing, they're mindful, not mindless. And they all have a purpose. Um, when we live that way, it we don't even need to get too caught up in the like, you know, everyone wants to talk about all well, the macro breakdowns and this and like we don't even need to get too caught up in the details. If we're actively asking ourselves, like, is this making me better? Do I want to do this? You know, is this something I that's making me better or not? Um, is this the best choice for me? If we're moving through the day like that, like automatically is going to filter out, you know, ninety percent of the stuff that we we that doesn't serve us anyway, right? Without even having to get into all the detail, you know, the fine details. Um so yeah, intention is, is huge. So um I'm glad that that was a, a good growth point for you. Um, now, tell us a little bit about, um, so your your morning, I know you have a pretty good morning routine, I think. I mean, we've never really talked about too much in details, at least not lately, but I, we had a, uh, that, a picture that um, you posted recently in front of your whiteboard with your meditation cushion and stuff. Um, so would you uh, want to share a little bit about your morning night routine? I'd love to. And it's like kind of always in, in flux. I'm always a little experimenting with things. Mm-hmm. The, I'll, I'll just I'll talk about the morning routine because it's a little yeah. bit more um, involved. But the the when you guys said the wake and bake post you had a few weeks ago about waking up bio, like bake standing for biological alignment and kinesthetic exploration, I was you know I was doing a lot of that stuff anyway. But mm-hmm. I, you know when we framed it like that, I was like, oh, it's very simple. Like, mm-hmm. um, so what I'm doing is I'll wake up. And I'll, I'll do the few things that I got to do around the house. Like I'll, I'll feed my dog and I'll, I'll start with a little bit of water. And then I go straight into movement after that. So I'll, I'll roll the yoga mat out and I'll just like play around. So sometimes it's similar to yoga. Sometimes it's animal stuff and sometimes mm-hmm. it's just like stretching. Cool. So I'll, I'll throw some push-ups in there here and there, but mm-hmm. nothing too intense, just kind of like feeling around. And then do that for 10 to 15 minutes. And then I'll sit down with uh, a cup of coffee, which I've like totally switched to decaf and just doing full decaf now. And um, I'll read for anywhere between like 15 minutes and an hour, depending on kind of what the day looks like. But uh, that's usually like your enlightenment period of the morning that you talked about earlier. That's like kind of what I'm doing is I'm learning something or I'm studying something uh, and I'm thinking like there's a lot of like thinking involved. So after that, that'll go straight into to the board work and the journaling if I, if I do journal that day. So that's, that's the basic setup. Um, and in there comes meditation because I'm, I'm quiet and I'm alone and I'll usually throw some like five to 10 minutes of just doing nothing in there as well. So. Nice. Awesome, man. Yeah. Thanks for that. That's really great. And um, I like how a you're always experimenting. It's always kind of changing, right? Because we don't want to ever be too rigid and too stuck because then we, uh, we, we stop observing, right? We stop becoming, we lose a little bit of awareness. We just kind of do that same thing every, every day, even if it's good, you know, we, if we're not constantly asking ourselves, like, is this making me better? Could I be doing something different? Let me try. So let me switch it up a little bit. Um, 
So, and also uh, uh, the idea of, um, you said like nothing too specific or intense with the movement, right? And this is um, something that's been big for me as well. And I, I, I used to think I was never good at, uh, even when I thought it was best to like do the same thing every day and like do like this like pretty intense thing so I could like check the box that I, you know, I, I worked out already, you know, um, even when I thought that that was best, I wasn't great at doing it that way because I felt, you know, the different days you kind of feel differently. Right. And what, um, like what, what I like what you said there, because it's really like we, instead of just be having like these checks that we want to hit, it's more like, or how do I, how do I feel? Right. Like I just need to get myself into this awakened, alert, energetic, energized, upcharged kind of state. Some days that's, you know, yoga and moving around on the floor. Some days that's, you know, I know some mornings my, my breath feels pretty trapped and I'll just, I'll just do some breathing. Um, some days, you know, I'll just take the dog for like a jog or a brisk walk hike kind of thing. Um, and it kind of varies, but basically I just need to get myself to this, this feeling that I know that I just, this, there's this feeling that I know that, okay, I'm ready to, I'm ready to move on to the day. Sometimes it takes five, 10 minutes. Sometimes it takes 20, 25. Um, but it's more important just better than just checking the box. Okay. I, I stretched, I did this, I did that like a robot. It's more of like, okay, I I'm, a, I'm in tune with my body. I can feel my body. I know. Okay. I know I need a little bit more to, I need to get down on the floor. I need to do some, some, um, some rolling and bridging or whatever. Um, or I just, Hey, I'm good with just a, a jog and, and some breath or whatever. Um, so again, bringing into it's intuitive, right? Like, which is, as you know, and most listeners know is the, fundamental principle of everything we do here is intuition intuitive living so um, and, and, and i love that like uh that you had that same sort of exploration of it because that was a major perspective shift for me for in the you know going through the program and the whole last year of my life is i understand you know there's like so much value to sticking with a, a plan and a program etc like coaches will will talk about that all day long mm -hmm. um but there's there's, you know, the daily accountability of like what's going on in my body and like, what does it need and answering to that. And then the confidence that that brings and the, like, you know, that vote for the self-care, like that vote for mm. self-love and self-respect yes. when you show up for it that way is dramatically different than when you just like beat yourself up. Right. Was that, yep. Even if you're not feeling it and you do your workout and you like end up worse off, it's not going to help you. Um, yes. So learn for me, it's been learning to adjust things um, throughout my day based on a lot of based on how I'm feeling. And you guys did a great job of teaching how to how to recognize that, how to recognize what you're feeling. Cool. Cool, man. Thank you. I'm glad that I'm glad that that has, um, has has helped you and been clear for you. And yeah, it's like I think of how for years, I you know, I was dealing with a lot of tight, stiff, you know, joints and whatnot. And. I used to want to like make myself, you know, make myself do more mobility. I have to do 10 minutes a day. I have to do 15 minutes of mobility a day. And I never, it never helped. I never really was consistent. It never helped. I never enjoyed the process. But now when it's like, oh, my back is a little tight today, I can feel it. My body's telling me something. Like I have this symptom, this feeling, this tightness or whatever. And my body's telling me and I'm setting aside time to listen to my body, address it, take care of it, you know, return the love, so to speak, right? My body lets me do, you know, my body's here for me all day, every day. And it's giving me a chance to like give back. And I, I, I want to do it. I enjoy it while I'm doing it. And, I, and it's, it actually helps and it works. And so, so, yeah, it's a very different approach and a very different um, feeling. Um, cool. Cool. Yeah. So thanks for sharing that with us. And, and what's good too is, like you, uh, one little note I made too is the, the reading, right? You know, the the enlightenment sort of thing. I love getting that in in the morning. And I think everybody seems to agree when they dedicate some time to that in the morning. Cause it's like, even if the day goes to shit from there, like, right. You go to work, something happens, you have to, like, whatever, like just to say the day goes off the rails and you don't have another minute for yourself the whole day. At least you already like advanced yourself. You already did something that was going to move you forward. You learned something, you know, you, you challenge your thinking a little bit, whatever, like you you've grown as a person, even if you, if you fly off the handle. So that's why the, the, it's great to get that stuff done in the morning. Yeah. And maybe I'm just in a, in an early phase of it, but it's in a, it's in a, it's in a area where it's lighting me up. Like um, you, I'll spend 10, 15 minutes reading in the morning and the entire day 
then suddenly feels like this whole opportunity, like you've got this huge, you know, potential for the day. Right. And it, you know, it's not like that when you just roll out of bed and you, you just like grind over to the coffee machine. Like it's just insane. The difference between taking care of yourself in the morning versus just rolling out of bed into the, into life. It's oh insane. man. Exactly. Exactly. It's so different. And again, it's, it's that, that low hanging fruit. Like we can help clients see this and feel this and, and change this. They're like, Oh my God, this is the best thing I've ever done. And, and you said like, maybe just you're in an early phase, but I really don't think that's the case. Like you don't meet many people who, who start to adapt their lifestyle this way, who, you know, like they, they still will feel that months, years later, like, yeah, no, I get up in the morning. I do these things. I feel great. I read. And then like my, my just, perspective on life as I'm moving through the day is just different. It's just better. I feel energized. I feel alert. I feel awake. I feel like, like just happy to be alive kind of, you know, and it, it absolutely, um, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think that's going to really wear off. Right. <laughs> I don't expect it to. Um, cool. Uh, so let's, uh, let's talk about um, some of your clients a little bit. So, you know, we've, you've been graduated for a few months now. I'm not really sure the timeline at this point and you've had a ton of success of uh, enrolling the clients in your high ticket program, which has been awesome. Um, I think you started rolling a few before you even finished. And then, and then uh, it just, I don't know, it seems like I started getting texts and, and whatnot like weekly from you, like another one, another one, another one, uh, which has been really exciting. And uh, that's, uh, that's awesome. So, what are some of the um, biggest changes that you've been noticing in them? And, you know, is there anything that, you know, how's that been going? Anything that's been surprising you or anything like that? Uh, There's a ton that's been surprising. So um, it's, it's insane to watch people start week one, you know, from the, from the call on like the sales call where you talk really in depth about what's, what's going on and where their, where their pain points are. Mm -hmm. So you see some tears sometimes um, starting the program. I'm, what I'm seeing with a lot of people is a lot of emotion coming out early. Mm. Like, um, you know, whatever it is in their life, they're struggling. And then it's, I mean, it's almost always by week four, they're showing up with a presence and a calm in their mood that is dramatically different from the beginning. And mm. they're, already starting to see things like way different mm -hmm, mm -hmm. their life like so they're already getting a handle on their lifestyle they're building really good habits by week four and it it just immediately shows up emotionally for a lot of these people mm -hmm. so um I, also, I tell people at the beginning you know like with all this stuff i'm going to be asking you about how you're feeling and what sorts of things you're noticing about your life from the changes that we're making and i'm telling them to look at mood energy, enthusiasm, engagement, or presence, and any of those things and just kind of give me feedback regularly about how those things are changing. And so I think with the awareness that we build through the habits and then looking at it from the lens of like what's changing and how they're showing up, they're, they're seeing massive differences. That's it's awesome. Really cool. it's, it's, it's so sweet. Excellent. And what did you say that, would you ask a mood, energy? Yeah, mood, energy, enthusiasm, or kind of motivation ties in and um presence or engagement okay cool i like that yeah because you know these are feelings right like and we talk about all the time you know we, we're always a b c d and always be connecting dots this is how I'm, um you know this is what i'm doing and this is how i'm feeling so uh, we can't just be focusing I mean, we're focusing on behavior changes right but then we always have to be constantly being aware and, and, and uh, observing those changes in, in how we feel. So we can always match things up. Well, I changed this and I felt this way and then I did this and I felt that way. And, um, that's, again, it's just really another word for awareness, which is awesome. Um, and I like how you mentioned um, their emotions coming out early. And that's, again, another driving point that we like to, you know, we, we, we say, you know, we kind of talk about all the time and trying to help coaches really realize is that, um, most of our clients, they don't have a lot of outlets for, to, you know, talk to someone about more um, like just deeper level of, of what would be considered emotional um, health, right? Like they, you know, if they see some sort of like therapist maybe, or they have some kind of maybe little group or something, but like 
usually pretty rare that they have this time to talk with someone who's, who's there to help them. Not just a friend that's going to be like, Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, man. Oh, well that they just like, not someone to just sympathize with them, but somebody that's like going to hear it and um, you know, coach them on it. Right. Or give us, you know, at least so that they'll be heard and um, you know, giving advice to, to some extent um, they, people, we just don't have a lot of chances to do that. So when we do have those chances uh, it, it's, surprising but people like yeah they usually open up pretty quickly and easily because it's like finally someone that i can trust who i know is here to help me who i can be vulnerable in front of and and tell them what's really going on and feel comfortable doing it and you know many clients have shared similar some in some who have done group versions of their program and stuff like holy crap the group these group calls are like crazy like people are like getting so into them and everybody's being so open and like being such a community um, yeah, because we just they just don't have that chance very often. So um, just that alone, giving them that chance, just giving them the opportunity and having that time allocated is a huge value. Is Even if you weren't, you know, I, I guess I shouldn't say that. I was going to say, even if you weren't helping them, <laughs> I mean, you're helping them, which that's really the, the value. But just having the time and giving them the chance to talk and be heard and listen is, is huge. Yeah. So. Um, cool. Was there anything else there that you, you, you were thinking like that's, you know, how your clients are, you know, things that they're doing that are, you know, that you're happy with or anything like that? Well, I mean, the, some of the, the standard results that, that come from this sort of stuff, you know, people see weight loss, people get, they're getting more, um, aligned, they're getting more like focused on what it is they really want, mm-hmm. um, from some of the work that we do. And, you know, they, they dig deep, like they, they go there and it's really awesome to see cause it takes courage to go there sometimes. And, mm. um, this one was, this one was really cool because recently I had a client, you know, we talked week one about how she can't stop herself from like doing things and thinking cause she doesn't want to, she doesn't want to let what's in her head like bubble up. Mm-hmm. so she's like she wouldn't meditate she mm-hmm. wouldn't like turn things off she's like just go 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 it's like the gotta brain or whatever mm-hmm. i gotta do something gotta whatever uh and so just keeps going and keeps do- like and i was like listen you just go for a walk and leave your phone at home 10 minutes that's it and she said she felt amazingly better afterwards and then three weeks later we're talking about like a full-on like spill sash of like all these things that came up from the fact that she's been working on getting a little bit more time uh, alone with her head. And she's like, I've never told anybody this stuff. And it's like some some serious stuff. And I wasn't nervous. I wasn't scared about helping her deal with it because, you know, so much of what we do is just bringing it to light Mm -hmm. and then helping people find what needs, what we need to do. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. if that's something serious, we need to help with this person or I can help you with that or whatever it is. But it's, it's all in all said and done. She's, improving vastly from that experience which is that's just like i mean that's amazing that's what we're here for man Uh, yeah that's you said that's what i was gonna say that's what we're here for and that's the really the role of the 023 coach and it's like that's what we mean when we talk about like next level of coaching right it's not just the a different type of coaching a different type of coaching it's a different level of coaching um because yeah like she said i haven't even told anybody that before you know like you wouldn't imagine that in a coach in a coaching relationship um but it's true and yeah in this world if we don't actively find time put time aside and create time to be alone with our own thoughts, it won't happen. And that's a really, that is a very, very problem, uh, problematic thing. It's a very big problem. I should say um, when we can't sit and process our own thoughts and feelings and emotion, we completely we lose touch with ourselves. We don't know how we feel. We don't know what we want. We don't, you know, that's a, not a good state to operate from. And um, it's, it's like the, no, it's like the default, it, you know, if you're not actively doing these things, that becomes the default and just the way the world works right now. So to help them uh, help someone through that is, is awesome. So that's great, man. That's I'm proud of you. That's great work. Thank you. Cool. So um, yeah, let's talk business for a minute. So you've, you've been, like I mentioned before, you've been enrolling new clients very steadily in your program. Like I said, it seems like every time we talk or I check the Slack channel and George, Oh yeah. Just talked to Ben. He closed another uh, enrollment. That's not like, it's so uh, frequent that you've, you know, you've obviously been having a lot of success. Are there any specific, you know, mindset strategies or business tactics that you're, that you're using, you know, to help grow the business that you would, you know, want to share? Uh, yeah. 
And it's probably not the answer you're thinking or hoping even maybe, but it's just being authentic for me. Um, and, you know, I think Jordan mentioned this quite a bit in the, in the his portion of the course, but for me, the, the sales, like being salesy doesn't feel good for me. And I think that's perfect. So me just showing up authentically and being curious and, and seeing if I can help. And I think the beauty of that is like, it's, this whole process has made me more authentic because I'm more confident that I can help. So mm-hmm. it, it only feels salesy if you feel like you're like somebody's losing. Like mm-hmm. you only feel salesy if, if you feel like you're cheating the system somehow. Right. So when you know you can help, um, you're confident and you're authentic because like you've got the, you've got the winning ticket. Right. So um, I think that's pretty, pretty much the biggest thing. And I would attribute a lot of it to that, you know, the AM ritual of just kind of, staying focused and staying lit up um, that kind of drives me on a daily basis. But really it's, it's for me, it's just been about getting, getting out there and being authentic and still being, you know, present on, on conversations or with relationships that I had existing and creating new ones uh, throughout whatever realm, you know, friends or referrals or people who come through social media. So just showing up and being authentic is the big one. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. And, you know, you said, I don't know if you'll like this, or I love that answer. That's great. (laughs) because Everybody, you know, wants like, when it comes to sales, you know, people, we want some sort of like, formula or secrets or like, you know, just if I just follow this, like, blueprint, X, what, you know, step by step, I'll have all these sales and leads and all this stuff. And it's not the case. And especially with high ticket, um, you know, the, our clients need to know us, like us and trust us, right? They need to trust before they're going to come on board, work at this kind of level, pay a couple thousand dollars and, you know, have it, you know, open up emotionally. Like we talked about, like all these things don't just happen. Um, you don't just do that with some person like that came up to you, you know, tried to just pitch you their idea, right? Like you know, there needs to be like a little bit more of a relationship there, but that, that trust is a big part of it. They won't enroll unless they trust you and they don't entrust you because you're like perfect and you have your whole life figured out and all that stuff. Like they trust you because you're, you're authentic and you're real and you're on the journey with them. Um, you're not, you haven't like, you know, reached this pinnacle of perfection and now you can help them. It's like, they know you're struggling and stuff too. They know you've made changes that, you know, all this stuff. And you, when you're open and authentic and real about it through, you know, in your like posts and content, and then also in your conversations in the sales process, that's what really, um, that's what really resonates with people. And I like how you also said that, um, yeah, sale, you know, sales just don't really feel great to most of us. Right. And, it, and in most cases it's because we feel, it, 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 this kind of feeling, I think in general, just in the very general, um, generally speaking around the word sales is people think that in most sales situations, there's a winner and there's a loser, right? Like somebody's getting more out of this than the other person. And uh, as coaches, we, you know, we, we're here to help people first and foremost. That's what we want to do. And, you know, this idea of, of selling and kind of feeling like, you know, I, I want to help this person not like take their money, you know, um, but that that's actually not the case right and in these enrollments even if it is a few thousand dollars like your program is it's going to both people walk away you know you walk away feeling like yes i have an opportunity to really help someone and yes i've made some money and i'm growing my business and they're saying yes i've found the person that can help me i finally finally found the right person to help me with these things that are going on and i'm really excited to and charged up to make changes um i i i I don't know your clients personally, but I'm guessing that most of them don't get off a, a sales call with you with their like their head hanging low and feeling like they just got ripped off. They're like charged up, let's go. I'm ready. Even if it's uncomfortable, even if it's more money than they thought, you know, they're still like, all right, let's fucking do this. Like, uh, I'm ready. Um, so, so that's cool, man. Uh, I'm I'm excited for you. There was there anything else you wanted to add to that that thought? No, I mean, there's uh, just a thought that popped into my head, and I don't know how it necessarily relates to. Um, the sales process and everything, but when it's, it's maybe inspiring confidence when with, with me, when you hear feedback from people who've gone through it mm-hmm. and like you get the feedback that verbatim, they said it's life-changing. So mm-hmm. that fact, you know, sometimes I hear like, Oh, this wasn't quite what I expected, but it's better. Right. <laughs> it's just, it's innately, you know, it drives you and it, it motivates you to, to want to show up and, 
and you just you're already doing it like in, in my view it's like i'm already doing it i'm already doing this awesome work awesome yeah that's great yeah it's an opportunity to change someone's life it's we have the opportunity to really do something that's life-changing it's not a transactional it's like a typical transactional sell you know it's a it's it's an opportunity for us to do the work that we know we're meant to do and that we wake up every morning you know with the the goal to go out and and, and help people and change the world mm-hmm. um, cool so speaking of you know changing the world um Tell us a little bit about where you see the future of, of your O two three coaching business and kind of like this, just the market in general going. Do you feel like this is the direction you're going to be headed from, from here on? Yeah. So I was kind of getting some clarity on this the other day and my entire goal is to be fully coaching the O two three program, like remote for my entire income. So like my, my full, you know, dependence is on that and not on any other coaching in the gym and, or, or anything else like that. So fully independent remote coaching is where I'm taking mine and some far more in reach now. And it, it, I mean, it's, it's a reality right now. So that's, I mean, that's amazing. Awesome. Um, I'm still not fully committed because I've still got my toe in at my gym. Yeah. So yeah. Um, trying to get out of that, but okay. it's uh, it's in the works, right? It's in the works. So that's where that's where I see mine going, and I see that happening within a year. Awesome, and and you feel as if like, I mean, I think we kind of probably covered this, but like the concept, like for your clients to to be like, oh, okay, so we're gonna do more than just work out. We're gonna do, you know, we're gonna talk about these types of things, mental, emotional, spiritual, like conceptually. Do you feel like the market, you know, is out there for that? Like people are, are opening up to these, these concepts and ideas? I think, I think people are, I think they're definitely starting to realize like the lifestyle needs to be addressed. Mm -hmm. And I think the, the, um, like fitness, you know, in general is starting to also start to go that way. Like it's starting to become apparent that what we're doing is not enough. Um, just the gym, just coaching macros, et cetera, is not enough. Mm-hmm. It's becoming apparent. So, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, yep. Again, I would agree with that, and that's you know that's why we're here, and that's where you know the sort of role O two three is uh, is playing is leading you know continuing to lead that shift and prepare coaches for the the changes in the market and and people's needs and and the health of the world. The health of the world is changing and not in a good direction, and, and it's happening fast and healthcare isn't keeping up if you know if they're potentially making it worse but we won't go into that right now but let's just say the systems aren't in place to keep up with the downward spiral of our our health of our nation and um the the coaching industry fitness coaches have a lot of opportunity because again there's hundreds of thousands of people that walk into gyms every day with with coaches to get better to be healthy to be fit to be happy um and you know, if we can offer them more than just the exercise, we have an opportunity to make a dent and, and really um, play a role in that, in that problem. So um, awesome. Yeah. So I'm glad to have you on board on that journey. Cause like we always talk about work, we, we like to think of us as building, you know, an army of coaches that can go out and help solve this problem. Um, on that note, um, if there is a listener who's, you know, kind of feeling called to to step up and jump to that level and play, you know, be a part of that army and start working with clients in this capacity, um, is there any advice you would want to leave them with? Uh, follow your intuition. <laughs> like mm-hmm. jump in and do it because the, you know, on a personal level, the, f- the fulfillment you get from working with a client that goes to the, to the life-changing realm is, astronomical compared to just coaching them through a program like mm. like a, a training program it's insane the difference so do it jump um and just the credit to you guys like been inspired been ignited um found confidence like so many positive things have happened for me coming through the program that i just would encourage everybody else who's even thinking about any sort of idea here like just follow it and do it oh man i love that answer yeah, I think it, I love the intuitive, of course, you bring intuition into it. And, and it's truly, I think, you know, like we talk about, it's not about being qualified. It's about being called. Like if you, if you feel that calling, like I want to help more, I know I can help more. I, you know, it just, these people need more. I need more for myself. You know, like if that's the feeling that you're having, then, you know, 
to me, the writing's on the wall. It's time to to take a, a leap and start to to put things into action. So, um, mm-hmm. so that's uh, with any listener, that's you know, we're here to help, and you're ready to, to make that leap. Um, and Ben, so let's let's wrap up here. Where can we, um, you know, where can a listener find you? You know, uh, Instagram. I think you know you have your own podcast now. So tell us a little bit. Yeah. So Instagram will be probably number one. Uh, the handle is at Fitness Feed HQ. And then I do have a podcast called Fitness Feed Radio. And um, those are really the two main sources I'm doing right now. I'll post a little on Facebook, but Instagram and podcast is where it's at. Great. That sounds awesome. Um, yeah. So I'll link those both in the show notes so everybody can find you nice and easy. And uh, any last things you want to uh, share here or send off or? No, I mean, just, I think I said it all. Like, I mean, you guys were great in this entire program and this tribe you guys have built is, is it's been life changing for me as well. So. Awesome, man. Ben, it's been a pleasure working with you. You know, I joke around about, you know, you being a student of the year sometimes, you know, but it's, you know, it's only half kidding. You're, you've been a, a fantastic student <laughs> and, uh, you know, always just on top of you, on top of your game, like at a hundred percent. So, um, awesome, man. Thanks for sharing all this today. I really appreciate you sharing your story and I look forward to posting it and, and making that, getting everybody to hear it. Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. Peace. Okay, there you have it, folks. Thank you again to Ben for joining us and sharing that amazing story. If you are like Ben and you are in the coaching industry focusing primarily on fitness, and you're looking to break down those gym walls and start going beyond for your clients and yourself, you can follow in the same path as Ben did. In just four months, Ben went from a personal trainer to now a high-ticket online coach, building a completely remote and independent business as he shared here today. Four months is not a very long time. There's a lot to do, though we got to get to work right away. Head over to our website, www.023coach.com, and book a call with a coach. We'll talk for about 15 minutes, find out where you are now, where you're looking to go next, and what's holding you back and standing in the way. If we think that we're the best fit to help you get from where you are to where you want to go, we'll talk about what that relationship will look like and how to get started in our 023 Pro Mentorship. Once started in our mentorship, like I said, just four months later, you're off and running with a new high-ticket program. In fact, three months later until your program is launched, the uh, fourth month is spent in our intensive sales mentorship until you start enrolling clients on your own and you've recouped your investment into our course. Again, check us out, www.023coach.com or hit us up on Instagram, 023 underscore coaching underscore system. Shoot us a DM. Let's get the conversation started. See you on the next one.